Hey everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of the Sunday Soother Advice Cast. This is a podcast that comes out every Sunday, as you know by now, where I answer your questions about how to live your life with more meaning, intention, and spirit, but how to do it practically. I'm Katherine Andrews, your host, and I am a writer-editor living in Washington, D.C., and I also write the Sunday Soother newsletter, which is a weekly newsletter about the same sort of stuff. So today I am taking a question from a reader on something that is uh, a thing I think a lot of us have been thinking about since November of 2016, how to live intentionally and feel control in a world that seems full of chaos. So before I get into the mix of that, I want to let you know that if you want your question answered on this advice cast, you can go to tinyletter.com slash candrews for the link to submit it anonymously. You can also find all links related to all things Sunday Soother um, at instagram.com where I am Catherine Andrews. So I hope you'll check me out there. Okay, so on to this question, which is small but big at the same time. Our reader and listener writes, how can I find a sense of control in this world we're living in, which seems full of chaos? <laughs> Woof. It's like you and me both. Everything about the last couple of years, I think many people were living in a world that seemed like it was full of chaos for a very long time. And many of us have really just had our eyes open to how much is going on that is truly bad, truly out of our control, and truly unsettling. And so we are trying to figure out new ways to deal with a sense of impermanence, of negativity, of this overwhelming news cycle, and doing that in maybe the first time that we've ever had to do it. And that is really, really hard. You know, this is a world that is super scary right now. So how can we work to feel grounded, to feel safe, to have a sense of control, to, you know, have a sense of normalcy? And this is not to say that we stop paying attention to the things that are bad, right? Or the things that should be fixed and that we all need to step up and to help fix. But you do have to retain a sense of normalcy where you can in your day-to-day life or else you will get totally knocked off and swept by the chaos that is going on in this world and that does not serve you. It does not serve anybody who needs your help. So it is really important to do what I call, not just me, but what everybody calls grounding yourself. And that is a sense of finding a sense of stability in yourself so that you're not just knocked about all the time in a reactive mode to everything that is going really sort of horribly in this world, because then it's like you may as well be in a blender, right? You are not yourself. There is no sense of you. There is no sense of stability. Um, So I think, you know, there's no one answer to this, but I've thought a lot about this in terms of how can you find a sense of control and normalcy in your day-to-day life? And I really believe that actually the best way to move forward is to take whatever measures of control, even if they seem incredibly small in your own life, because it reminds you that you do have a sense of agency, that what you do matters. And I truly believe that for everybody out there, what you do matters, what you choose to do matters, what you say matters, what you think matters. And right now, I think it seems for a lot of us that it just doesn't matter. Whatever we do, it doesn't matter. We can't fix these big problems by ourselves. We can't fix these big things with our small actions. I am here to say I do not believe that in any sort of way. 
Um, and the reason I do not believe it is because when we give ourselves up to believing that we make no difference, then those big bad forces have won. That is what they want us to do. They want us to feel that we have no power, that we have no agency, that we cannot affect anything in the world. You know, and then in that case, you've basically become a puppet. We don't want to be puppets, all right? We want to have a sense of agency, control, and power in this world. So how can we do that? There are small ways to regain control in your life, and I think it is important to think through them. And I'm going to um, talk about a few that I think are really important and can really ground you in a sense of security, safety, control, and power in your own world. These seem small, but I encourage you to think about them and ask yourself, are you doing these things right now, right? Um, so the first one, this is going to seem maybe not like what you were thinking would be my first thing. It would be talk to your neighbors, okay? So the reality of this world is that we are best friends or like really close and talking all the time to people who are on Twitter. But we don't know the, the person who lives next door or below us or across the street from us. And I'm not saying you have to get rid of online friendships. I think those are really excellent ways to be friends. But where do you live? Who is your neighbor? You know, what sense of community do you have? We're losing more in our own physical community. So, you know, you got to take a little bit of a risk. Go introduce yourself. Uh, try to like have some neighbors over for a gathering. Offer to get their mail, you know, maybe take care of their pet. Ask them for help, Right. Like consider, do you know the names of your neighbors? Like literally, do you have any idea who they are? Um, bake them some snacks. If you live in an apartment building, have like an open hallway party on your floor where everybody gets to know each other. Um, when you walk down the street, smile and say hello to the people in your neighborhood. You know, these are people who live right by you and we have no idea who the other is. And I think that contributes to a huge sense of not feeling rooted in this world, right? So getting to know your neighbors and your community and having care for each of those people, even if they don't like, they're not like becoming your best friends or a huge part of your day-to-day -day life, that is a very strong way to start grounding yourself in your actual physical space and your actual physical community and reminding everybody that we all do matter to each other, right? But it starts with where we are. Next, um, I'm going to recommend developing a spiritual practice. Now, you don't, I'm not talking about religion, okay? To me, spirituality and religion are completely different. Spirituality is a sense of yourself and who you are in the world around you and how that relates to each other. So that is not religion. I don't think you have to go to church to create a spiritual practice. I do not think you have to read the Bible. I do not think you have to call yourself anything. You don't even have to call yourself spiritual. Um, but you've got to think about how you connect to the bigger world and the universe around us. So... This requires a lot of reflection, and what it really requires is getting to know yourself. You know, I really think of a spiritual practice as a sense of an inner journey into knowing who you are, and an outer journey into understanding your place in, like, the ecosystem of life or energy or universe or whatever you want to call it. So this could be meditation. This could be using tarot cards. It could be doing journaling. And it could be going to church. You know, if you have a church that you like or one even thinking about going to, that's great. And additionally, you know, thinking about creating a spiritual practice or trying out different spiritual ways of being can often lead to a community. You know, you could be going to meditation or tarot circles. You could be going to yoga classes. Um, you could be checking out your local Quaker community. So those are great ways of sort of understanding your place in a larger, unknowable universe 
And it's important to start thinking about who are you in that universe and how do you connect to everybody else? Next, I'm going to recommend getting out into nature, okay? Like, we don't have to be going to the Grand Canyon or, like, taking huge hikes. Just go to a park, you know, once a week and sit there. These are things, these are plants and trees and grass that belong on this earth just as we do. And we must reconnect with them and we must remind ourselves that we belong here as well. It's also just healthy, like Google forest bathing. There are lots of therapeutic treatments out there that involve nature. So I'm not talking, you got to go on like a power hike and, you know, speed walk your way through a mountain. Just be in your local park, sit on a bench, look at some flowers, remind yourself this is an earth. This is earthly. We are here on this earth. We are grounded here. You know, nature is nourishing and we need to nourish ourselves in all the ways we can today. Next, I'm just going to suggest volunteering. This is one of the best ways to feel control in a world that is chaotic because you can see yourself helping people, right? I'm going to recommend going back to the episode where I talk about finding and intentionally connecting with the community and using some of the tools and tricks that I talked about there to figure out what kind of community and perhaps what kind of volunteer practice you want to be connecting with and what's important to you and what energy you bring to that. But, you know, just think about volunteering. It does not have to be political. Um, I, in the past years, have tutored at a literacy center for kids. I volunteered at the front desk of a local domestic violence shelter. You know, join a boys and girls club. You can teach youth to code. There are no shortage of volunteer opportunities. And, you know, it's fine if you don't want to volunteer. This is just one way. I'm not going to I'm not saying like we all need to be volunteering, like if we want to change this world, but it is a way to remind yourself that you are connected to other people and that you can help them, which in turn is going to remind you that your actions matter and your way of being in this world matters. Next, I need you to take care of your physical and mental fitness. And this is not about like getting swole or whatever people call it or losing weight, right? We have to be strong physically to get through this time in our, in our nation and not to mention the rest of our lives because life is great, but it can be really hard on your body. So you need your body and your brain to help you with that strength and feeling connected to the earth and connected to others and connected with yourself. You know, you should be meditating if you can, if you feel like you need it, therapy is a wonderful option. And this is not about losing weight, like I said, or getting strong. It's about sort of fine tuning your body like you might a car that has to go on a really long journey and you want it to really last a long time. And it matters. Your health matters. So make sure you're taking care of both physical and mental fitness. Next, I want you to pay for the art you love. Okay, (laughs) so somewhere along the way, we got the message that art and creativity should be free for us to have. No. Like it is worth money because, well, one, the people who are creating that work, they have to survive in some manner. And unless you want to live in like a dystopian world where the only music we get to listen to is like weird white nationalistic anthems, we need to support beauty. We need to support music. We need to support art and we need to acknowledge its value. So pay for albums, pay for live shows, pay entry to fees for art shows, 
by art, especially from, um, you know, vulnerable communities or marginalized communities. Think about who, who can you support? What can you be a patron to? And it doesn't have to be a huge amount, right? But if you're getting a lot of your creativity that you consume for free, think about where you can pay because it is important to support that in our, in our capitalist hellhole, you know, like we got to pay. Next, I'm going to recommend investing in your friendships, you know, especially if you're in a romantic relationship. Um, Romantic relationships are great. Romantic love is great. And it's wonderful if you're in a healthy romantic relationship. But make sure you are connecting with your friendships in the same way that you are treating your romantic relationship. Your friendships should be a top priority in your life. Um, and if you're lucky enough to have have great friendships, I know that is a struggle for a lot of people. So I don't mean to say this to shame you and be like, well, if you don't have friends, you need to go out and make them because I know it's not that easy. But finding friendship, even if it's just one or two people that you can truly connect with and be yourself, invest in those relationships and treat them like you would a romantic relationship or a potential romantic partner. You know, try splitting your week up into time where you have 25% of the week for yourself maybe 25% for dating or your romantic relationship, and at least 25% for your friends. You know, prioritize those friendships. They're going to be incredibly important for your entire life. Um, Invest in people that make you feel good and know that you also don't have to continue relationships that feel draining, okay? You should invest in relationships that make you feel nourished after you're done hanging out with that person. Those are the people to stick by. So help them, reach out to them, let them reach out to you and help you and make those friendships a priority. I would also recommend getting in charge of your finances. Money is um, very abstract and scary for a lot of us. I know it, it was for a very long time for me. I just was like, this is a language that I do not speak and I do not understand. Like I got the basic tenets of not spending more than I made. But I didn't know what like a 401k was. I didn't know what a Roth IRA was. I didn't know how much I should be saving for retirement. Um, I didn't know any of the language around it. I found it very exclusionary. Like, honestly, like what even is a Roth IRA? That's a stupid term and I hate it. But it's important that you, that wasn't really an excuse, right? Like I needed to buck up and figure this stuff out if I wanted to be responsible for my well-being because money is power and I need to take care of myself and money is one way to take care of yourself. I'm not saying you got to go out and be a millionaire. You just got to learn about your own money and yourself and your relationship with money. I always think about that article that was on the Billfold a few years ago, RIP Billfold. That was a great website about money. But it was um, called the Fuck Off Fund. And it was about a woman who got out of a relationship and she didn't have money and she didn't know what to do. And after that, she promised herself she would never find herself in that situation again. So she created a fund specifically for if she ever had to leave a job, if she ever had to leave a relationship, money that was hers and hers alone. And it was her security blanket. So make sure that you are investing in your knowledge about money and that you are saving money for in case, you know, whatever happens, it is, you know, you don't have to save tens of thousands of dollars, but make sure you have some money aside where you can in case an emergency comes along or in case you do have to leave that job or that relationship. Prioritize yourself, learn the scary language, figure it out. Um, You can listen to the archive, uh, sorry, you can read the archives of the Billfold, which is a great website about money. There's a podcast called Bad With Money Podcast. 
There's lots of resources out there that talk about money in an accessible way, you know, and not like you should invest in the stock market and also like here's how to make enough money to retire before you're 35. I'm just talking like sensible ways to understand your money, okay? And ask questions. It's okay to ask the dumb questions. Like I said, I didn't know what like an IRA was till I was like 35. <laughs> so um, think about your relationship with money. Like what does it mean to you? Okay, so those are some ways I think that um, you can take control of your life and it will center you and ground you. So I've been using the word grounded a lot um, and I'll also use the word centered. And those are kind of abstract terms. And when I first heard them, I didn't really understood. I didn't understand what they meant. Well, it turns out that I am not a very grounded person. And this means that I am extremely in my head and extremely up here, right? Like I daydream, I intellectualize, I think, I think. Um, I have energy up around here that's, you know, going up, shooting out through my head. And I'm not feeling my body and I'm not feeling my connection to the earth. And that means I can just get like knocked around constantly all the time unless I work on being grounded. So a bad thing happens if I'm not grounded and centered, it's like going to shoot me off kilter. Um, if I'm not grounded and centered, I'm reading the news and like ricocheting around like a pinball, like in my anxiety and frenzy. So if you're an anxious person or somebody who's like really kind of frazzled, it means you might not be grounded or centered. And working on grounding and centering is incredibly powerful for feeling control in a world that seems out of control. Because it's really all about just feeling into yourself and feeling secure in the earth and in who you are on this planet and in your right to be here. Okay? So the way I think of it that's really helped me is a visualization that I have sometimes when I'm feeling like I'm being knocked around like that crazy pinball or I'm feeling extremely anxious. I think of a tree. Like I have, I don't know where this came from, but I have a vision in my head of a giant oak tree. And I think about how does this tree stay healthy? How does this tree not get knocked over by wind or storm? How does this tree stand on its own? And it roots itself, right? A healthy tree is just getting what it needs in terms of water and sunlight and nourishment from the earth. And its roots go so deep into the earth that it feels like nothing can knock it over. So in times when I'm feeling like I'm about to be knocked over, I close my eyes and I think about that tree and I think of myself as that tree. And I work on practices that will get my roots back into the earth and into myself. So to that end, I have received a very powerful grounding guided meditation from one of my teachers. It's about four or five minutes long. And it's a guided meditation about visualization in terms of roots and grounding yourself to the actual earth. So if you're somebody who thinks you could use some help with being grounded and centered and not just the, you know, knocking, being knocked all over in terms of your mind and feeling frazzled and reactive and, you know, you can't, you just can't get like a quiet thought in, try this grounding practice. I've re-recorded it and I have uploaded it to a SoundCloud link that I will link in the show notes. And I think it will be really helpful because this goes back to something I talked about in a previous podcast. It was the imposter syndrome one. 
we can't logic our way out of a feeling. So we are feeling out of control. We are feeling like we have no power. We are feeling scared or nervous or anxious. You cannot talk yourself out of that and another person cannot talk you out of that. You have to work on creating the feeling in your body that you want to feel more secure. And guided meditations for grounding can be very helpful for that. So you can listen to the grounding meditation that I provide for you, or you can just Google grounding meditation. You can Google around and find root chakra meditation. Root chakra is the belief, um, I don't have to get all into chakras, but root chakras and focusing on developing your root chakras will help you feel more secure in this earth. And that's what we're all really looking for is a sense of security, belonging, and just being safe in this world and not being knocked over by anything that just comes along and like flicks a finger at us and then we're down on the ground. No, we are rooted, we are powerful, we are secure, and we are centered and grounded in this earth. So try out that meditation and I hope, I hope it helps you. It has helped me enormously to feel powerful and safe and like I belong on this earth and we all do. So give it a shot. So I hope this helps a little bit for these are small answers for a big question, but the reality is small ways and finding small ways to reclaim our power and security then do translate into a bigger mode of operating in this world. So don't be afraid to start small. If you think some of these things sound too little or like they're not going to make a difference, I challenge you to try them anyways, and I think you might be surprised. And then work on grounding yourself. So I hope that helps you a little bit in feeling a little bit of control in this crazy, dang, wild world of ours. We're all in it together in terms of uncertainty. So I am with you there and we're all just trying to hold on to each other. So no, you're not alone. Okay, so that is it for today's Sunday Soother Advice Cast. I want to let everybody know, um, I think this is episode seven. I will be having three more episodes this season. So I'm going to have 10 episodes total off of reader questions that I have received to talk about on, um, on the Sunday Soother Advice Cast. Next season, I'm going to take some time off to figure out better production And I am going to take some time off to think about a theme for the second season. And I am thinking about the theme of self-worth, self-esteem, confidence, and power. So I would love to get your questions on self-esteem, self-confidence, self-worth, what you're struggling with there, or ways that you have found to be powerful and confident in this world. And I am making this the theme for my second season because this is the theme I have found at the root of almost every question that I have received for the Sunday Soother Advice Cast. Somebody does not believe they deserve to be here. Somebody does not believe they deserve to be at their job. Somebody is beating themselves up for not being good at X, Y, or Z. You know, I think we have a critical self-esteem problem in in this generation, in this country. I mean, obviously, like, some people have way too much self-esteem and they're, like, delusional about how awesome they are at things. But the rest of us could actually really use a bit of help in that front. We are more capable than we are letting ourselves believe. And I want to help change that. So send me your questions about self-esteem, self-worth, and I will answer them in season two. And for now, for the next three weeks, as normal, you will be getting your regular Sunday soother. We are going to answer a couple more questions on friendships, on spirituality, 
and a couple of other things. So I can't wait for those few remaining episodes. And then we're going to get into the meaty season two, self-esteem. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, if you have current questions or advice for anything, whether it's self-esteem or anything else you want to hear from me, email me them at kathdandrews at gmail.com or head to tinyletter.com slash candrews to submit them anonymously there. Thanks for listening this week, and here's to living the week ahead with lots of thoughtfulness, connection, and meaning. Have a good one, guys.